I think we all bring our own connections and fantasies to these images, but some of them are shared. This is Kelly Dennis, Associate Professor of Art History at the University of Connecticut and author of the book Art Slash Porn, A History of Seeing and Touching. Mass culture is something that informs our fantasies, uh, our own narratives about relationships, about sex and sexuality. Throughout his career, David Leventhal has looked at how mass culture shapes our personal and collective identities, and how the images we consume determine who we are, what we believe, and what we want. And that last piece, what we want, or really what we desire, is the subject of his three series, American Beauties, Desire, and Triple X. Leventhal's work is often sparked by the serendipitous discovery of an exceptional figurine or group of figurines. And this is just what happened around 1990 with what would become the series Desire. My catalog of the American Beauties had come out and a toy dealer friend of mine said, well, you know, if you think these are sexy, you should see the Japanese garage figures. They get that name, garage figures, because they're made mostly at home by hobbyists in very small quantities. And it took me a long time to finally be able to access them. They came from a company that made what they called adult sexy fantasy figures. For the series Triple X, made in 2000-2001, Leventhal used even more realistic-looking figures. The models themselves were almost like sculptures in a way, because there was so much detail. You know, a woman coming the, out of the water would have, like, droplets of water running down her legs. Something that fascinated Leventhal about these figures the more he learned about them was that there was an entire subculture of not only collectors, but also people making a living artistically modifying them with elaborate and realistic physical features. I mean, these models were so extraordinary. They were airbrushed. They could airbrush nylons onto these figures. I mean, they, they looked so incredibly real. Leventhal was especially impressed by one young artist he came across selling hand-painted models at a hobbyist expo in Pasadena. We ended up having this long relationship where he would build these things for me, and they were stunningly beautiful. And he would, in some cases, sand off the um, plastic hair on the figures and replace it with uh, faux theatrical hair which made the models even more lifelike. When it came time to photograph the series, Leventhal kept it simple. No elaborate sets, just the figures themselves, set against a rich black background. Again, here's Kelly Dennis. The way he photographs them, even though they do have that kind of ethereal, fading out quality, you can absolutely have a sense of the texture of the dolls and surface quality of them that's so easy to imagine holding or touching or recall holding and touching. And I think this gets in some ways to the very heart, uh, at least from my perspective, of pornography. And, you know, when you ask people what's the difference between pornography and erotica, they rather unconsciously and automatically tend to use uh, spatial language. People say that you know, erotica is more uh, distant and leaves room for imagination or space for fantasy, whereas pornography described in more aggressive 
spatial or, or proximity terms, it's too close, it shows too much, and it doesn't leave room. And so I think these images flirt with this proximity and distance, things that are both leaving open the space for fantasy, which is to say they allude to other kinds of fantasies, other types of erotic imagery like advertising or film noir, but they also have a kind of tactile quality or call upon tactile memory.